0: Welcome to the What's Your Niche or Niche podcast. I am Jessica Rodriguez, and I am a podcast manager, producer, editor, launch specialist, and pretty much anything that has to do with podcasts, I do it. In this podcast, you will learn directly from the experts on how they decided on their niche. They are going to take you through their journey, provide some great advice on how to discover your true calling, and they will provide you with some actionable steps to follow when selecting your specialty. Are you ready to find your niche? Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What's Your Niche podcast. I am very excited to have Ashley Maripol and Katie Toscano on with me today. Ashley and Katie are co-owners of The Cabot in Maine, where they help coaches, consultants, and service providers close more sales in less time through customized workflow automations built in a day. They are moms and former corporate operations pros, with over a decade each of experience managing projects and teams for a billion-dollar company. After burning out in the corporate world and then almost doing it again as entrepreneurs, they applied their corporate knowledge to automate systems that transform their business and save them dozens of hours every month. They now do the same for others and like to help women business owners have it all without doing it all. Welcome, Ashley and Katie. I am so excited to interview you both here today. You are my very first two-person interview.
1: So happy to be here. Glad to be the first. That's exciting.
0: (laughs)
2: Yeah, we're excited to be
0: here. So Ashley and Katie, you are some of my newer entrepreneur friends, but I have loved getting to know you both and learning about everything you have to offer. I am just at that point that I need systems to help me automate some of my processes. So I am really glad that you agreed to let me interview you. But of course, before we get started, I always ask everybody the same question. The name of my podcast is What's Your Niche? So do you, Ashley, say niche or niche?
2: I think I like niche. I don't know why. It just feels fancy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I also hear the riches are in the niches a lot. So sometimes it makes me go the other way. Yeah, yeah.
1: How about you, Katie? I knew you were going to ask this. So I was like trying <laughs> to think what it was going to be. I think I say niche more. But honestly, I think I also just avoid saying the word a lot. Because I just don't want to like,
0: you no,
1: know, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't know. I think I just avoid it more than anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And people are like real passionate about it, right? And I remember uh, my little brother, he's 10 years younger. He's like, no, uh, no, Jesse. That's what he calls me it's niche. And I was like, no, it's niche. And I was like, what the heck? So when I decided to name my podcast that, of course, something hard, right? I looked it up in the dictionary. Well, it wasn't in our dictionary in the United States until 2003, the pronunciation niche. So now you can be niche or niche. So we were a niche nation until 2003. Okay, now we're going to get started. So Ashley and Katie, I want you both to tell me how you got started into the online world and how you all decided to become partners in business. And Katie, can you, can you start first? Yeah. So Ashley and I actually have known each other. I'm not not totally sure,
1: maybe 15 years now. Um, We both worked in the corporate world together. When we were super young, we started working on projects together, kind of right out of the bat. We each kind of individually burnt out in the corporate world. So for me, I left before I knew what I was going to do. I didn't know I was going to start a business and I kind of just knew it was, I needed to get out and do something different. So I left and Ashley had actually told me about our friend Lauren Golden and the Free Mama. So I did start just learning and listening and talking to Ashley and you know, decided to start my own business. So I did start a marketing business and did that for a couple of years. And Ash and I talked the whole time, you know, and she can tell you about her her journey there. We were, we never stopped talking even after we didn't work together and just kind of going back and forth. And at some point, I think I reached out to her and I just missed working with people. Like I love being in a team. I love having someone to bounce ideas off of. I loved working with Ashley. We always just worked so well together. And so I had just reached out and said, Hey, you know, what do you think about trying to do something together and and knowing like, you know, we could do something great. I thought together. And so we decided to join forces and Ashley was doing her own thing I was doing mine. So we kind of slowly came together and we were still doing our own individual things, but over time we burnt out again and we really decided that we wanted to go back to our roots in operations because that's what we did for so long. So it's kind of been this journey of, you know, doing our own thing, coming together, still doing our own thing while we've really pushed to go back to those operations roots and kind of what we actually really enjoy doing.
0: Okay. How about you, Ashley? So you all actually worked in the same company? Yes. Prior Incorporation. Oh, okay. See, I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. We yeah, worked should...
2: in the same company and we're on different teams, sometimes worked together, sometimes worked on projects together. But like Katie mentioned, we both got to the point where we felt kind of burnt out. And I had started a bookkeeping business, so very different than marketing, but that was what I decided, hey, I'm I'm going to do this. And so like Katie mentioned, we talked a lot and I think what I enjoyed so much about it was bouncing ideas off of each other. And we get so excited, like, have you done this in your business? Have you tried this? And it just kind of really naturally came together. And like Katie mentioned, there was a point where we grew pretty quickly, which was great, but we hadn't taken the time to really set up all the systems and automations early on. And it got to a point where we're like, wait, we left the corporate world for this reason. What's happening? And it, it literally transformed our business once we finally said, okay, let's go back to our roots. Let's apply these concepts and we were able to really save a lot of time and realize we enjoy doing this. We want to help other people do this.
0: Yeah. I definitely need help with that. Ashley. So now what did you do when you first joined the online world before y'all got together?
2: So before we, when I first joined the online world, I was a bookkeeper. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so very different than the marketing world Katie was in, Yes. Um, but that's where I started. And, and part of the operations team we were in, in a corporate world, they had an accounting area. So I was familiar with accounting and so I just thought, okay, I think I can make money doing this. And that's how I got started. But I wasn't passionate about it the same way that I was when we worked on the, the system. So it's kind of funny. You just, you learn like what lights you up? What gets you excited?
0: Yes, yes. And most of the people that I've talked to, they started somewhere totally different than where they are now. So what kind of operations were y'all doing prior? Was it like workflow operations and the corporate world? Or was it just, you know, general operations?
1: It was a little bit of both. So we worked in different teams and it was a really large department. So Ashley and I had started in one area together where we did, you know, there was some accounting there, there was some project management, there was some training. And then over time, we each transitioned into slightly different roles where I was really managing these technology integrations for our company. And managing the teams and managing the projects and they would be everything from you know these high high tech um, high intensity projects with hundreds of people million dollar a week budgets but then also doing some that were more of integrating a new technology or a new process or a new system into the department so it was a little bit of you know different variety there and then ashley you can maybe just talk about your your team experience
2: yeah. So I went the people manager route for a while, but where I feel like I learned a lot is one of the things that would actually be in our role document was continuous improvement. How many hours did we save for the department by implementing automation and bettering the process? So we were held accountable to that. So it kind of was ingrained in me and you know, collectively we saved thousands of hours. And so I think that piece of my journey in operations is what kind of led me to where I am today and what we do today even though it's different systems it was kind of the same concepts
0: so now what exactly do y'all do for the businesses you know and what kind of I guess systems or do y'all use
2: so we mostly focus on sales workflows and we've worked in other areas but this one we get really excited about because the sales process can be so long. So you you get a lead and you send a proposal and you're manually creating a contract once they say yes. And you have to remember to send out invoices and there's booking meetings and all this back and forth. And we, for our business created really where it's automated, where outside of the sales call you're on, you know, the whole process takes us about five minutes. And so we just really love that one because we think it makes such a difference when you can get rid of all of the manual emails, you can onboard a client, Consistently every time and give them a stellar experience without having to do this manual work every time.
0: Now, are there particular programs that y'all
1: use? Yeah, so Dubsado and ClickUp are our primary ones. So, Dubsato is a CRM, and that's really a place where our clients can go to manage, if you're not familiar with the CRM, where they can go to manage their own clients or customers, right? And so, the one thing in addition to what Ashley said that we love, particularly about that system, but just in general for what we do is we are not tech people. We are not IT people. And so one of the things that we wanted to do, and this is coming from our own experience in the corporate world and working with tech people, is to make it accessible, make technology accessible and simple. Because it, it sounds automation and all these things, they sound so techy sometimes and they sound kind of off-putting, right? Like I'm not a tech person, so I can't do that. So what we wanted to do is one, simplify the language for people and two, help them actually build it. But then three, show them that how they can take this forward. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. And that's what we love about specifically Dubsado and ClickUp and kind of using them in conjunction is you don't have to be a techie person. You don't have to know all these, you know, hard IT words. It actually can be simple, but more than that it can like transform your business. It can create so much change and so much impact without the complexity.
0: Yeah, and I love that y'all are doing these VIP days because I've tried to do Dopsado <laughs> when I was first coming out into the online world, and of course I didn't really have much, you know, to use it for, but I mean it's not straightforward. It really isn't. And I know that I had even bought some templates to use and it just wasn't straightforward for me to be able to put it all together. So you actually do a VIP day that shows them how to do it or you actually build it with them so that by the end of the VIP, they have it Built their system or what do y'all exactly do y'all do?
2: Yeah. So we build it for them. So we take, you know, I know it can be overwhelming when, when people go into Dubsado, and they're not familiar with it. So we work with them and really understand their current process. So we can custom build a solution for that and a workflow for that. So that's done for you. So it takes away a lot of that intimidation in the beginning. And once it's set up, that's where it, it truly is easier to use. And we provide trainings and some support for a period of time afterwards to make sure people get used to it. They understand how it works, but, but we really do come in and, and build that custom workflow solution for the business owner.
1: And one of the clients we just did that for, she even told me when we were talking about it, you know, with Ashley and I, like, I'm not a tech person. Am I going to be able to use this? And so we built it, we talked about it, We trained her and her team on it. And her team, she even said, they're not tech people, but they've been able to put it into play. They've used it to onboard already dozens of clients. And she's already told us like, it just has saved her and her team hours, tons of hours and considering they're not tech people to be able to go forward and use it. Whereas the beginning, she was probably intimidated, maybe like you of you know, what is this? And now she's able to use it and it's super easy.
0: Yeah, cuz there's a bunch of different pages and you have to go and do different things that connect to different places. So, yeah, no, I, that's that's really great. So, I know uh of course it's kind of crazy to say, but I still feel bad when I'm not working on my business. It's like I I don't know how to relax or maybe I haven't automated everything like I should, so I need uh, you know, so I need to do that work. So, tell me how you dispel the myth of having to work 24/7 because apparently I need help in this area.
2: Yeah, so you know, in society, we have this myth, if you will, that you have to work long hours. You have to work 24 7 if you want to be successful. And Katie and I were guilty of that at one time. And we literally burnt out and almost did it again. And we learned a lot of things you can do to help that. And one of them is just being aware that it doesn't have to be that way and being okay if everything doesn't get done immediately. And you can prioritize your work. Um, but being okay, your to do list will always be there, right? It's, it's never fully going away. And knowing that you can prioritize it and be okay, that it's still there. But there's a few other things that we talk about, too, is, is you can make your life more simple by implementing some of these changes. And it does take a little time up front. And that investment though pays off tenfold when you're say you know, the ROI on that is pretty quick. So
1: Yeah. I mean, so I tell this story, and Ashley and I have talked about this, where when I was in the corporate world, and i was still young i was actually getting my my masters degree at the time so i would have to go in early to work and leave super early like i'm going in at 6am then i'd have to leave to commute to to my school and i had so much guilt because i was not working nearly as many hours as the people next to me and so i just felt like i wasn't contributing i felt like i didn't have i wasn't adding enough value but when in reality I was really just great at time management and being efficient and getting stuff done and optimizing the way I spent my time that I was, you know, creating more value in less time. And so for me, this idea that I wasn't adding as much value because I wasn't working as much, you know, it took me a long time to realize like that was kind of stupid, you know, like I was getting probably more done. In less time than the guy next to me and so i think like when ashley and i've talked about like what that actually means and and being really aware of getting off the autopilot of being aware that the amount of time you spend does not necessarily equate to the amount of value that you add
0: yes yes i remember before i came into the online world i was looking to work but i wanted to do more part-time and i i would be like well because your people are there full-time i I'd come in part-time. I can probably do the same amount of work in the part-time that I'm there, you know, because just like you're saying, you just become more efficient and you're not wasting time or going chatting around or doing different things. You get your work done and get it, you know, especially y'all that, you know, come up with this automation stuff. That's, that's really great because that takes me a while when I'm sending like these different emails and sending out different things. It does, it is a waste of time. And I'm always thinking, I need to get this, you know, I need to get this automated before. So yeah, I need to. I need to get with y'all. <laughs> I need my own personal VIP day.
2: Like
1: Our idea of working smarter, not harder. Luckily I said it right this time because I said it right yeah. earlier, working smarter, not harder. And, and that means something different for everyone, but it could mean doing, you know, like simple automations or just creating a, a better, the way you, that you work, like whatever it is, just doing things really smart with your time. And I think like when you get into your niche or niche, whatever, and you get so good at what you're doing that you can then start to optimize your time and know how to do things better. So I feel like, you know, over time that does get a little bit easier, but you can do it from the beginning too, where you're just trying to find ways to maximize the time that you
2: are spending.
0: Now, would y'all provide for us three simple technology solutions to help us work less and make more money?
2: Yeah. So we, we talked about some of them a little bit earlier, but our favorite three technology solutions are Dubsado, which we mentioned is that client relationship management. And it can be beneficial even if you don't have all the bells and whistles and you don't have all the automation. Obviously, that helps save more and more time. But even just getting started, having a system where everything's in one place, you can send your contracts out from, we just feel like that's really beneficial for business owners. And they do have a free option for the first three clients for those that are starting out. ClickUp is another one. Katie mentioned that one earlier. And this is sort of a workflow management system. And there is a lot of automation you can do with it. But even just helping you simply keep track and manage your tasks you can set up recurring tasks so you don't have to keep thinking this task I do every month when is it due and when should I work on it it just is there for you and you you can have those recur and then our third one is Zapier and Zapier helps integrate different systems and it, it's called a zap and it can connect two different systems and make something happen automatically for you. So you can make this really complicated and build out all sorts of integrations or there's even really simple ones like automatically adding a new client into Clickup you could do so much with it and so I would say those are probably our top three systems that we recommend to help business owners save time. And again, it doesn't have to be fully automated. You can even just start with what it is and it provides a lot of value.
0: Now, I know we've been talking about challenges and stuff. So I know you're going to be doing a challenge. Can y'all tell me about it? And that way the people in our audience can uh, you know, join and, and get help.
2: So uh, we are doing a challenge and it's going to be in our Facebook group, which is scaling your six figure coaching and consulting business without a team. And this challenge will go live on October 11th. And when this challenge is going to help business owners who maybe don't have a lot of automation or automation is intimidating to them to really discover what in their business that they can automate. and help them sort of make it not so intimidating and and find easy ways, things that they can do in their business to really help them move the needle and feel the benefit from that. So we're really excited. We think this will help a lot of business owners just kind of get that muscle moving and thinking about the automation and, and what can really help their business going forward.
0: Now, is this going to be a paid challenge, or is this something free that anybody can join? Yeah, this
2: is free. Something anyone can join. You just have to be inside our Facebook group. We will have a VIP option where you can upgrade to get more one-on-one Q and A time with us. But, but to join, it's free.
0: Oh, and yeah, and I love VIP because I, I do. I like to answer questions, and then usually y'all, you know, separate us out at the end so that we can even ask even more questions. Yeah. So I really do like doing the yeah. VIP part of it. But before we go, can you tell our audience how they can find you and how they can work with you? And where we will have your that link to that challenge in our show notes, but tell us how else we can work with y'all and find y'all.
2: Yeah. So our Facebook group is our favorite place because it feels like a community we can um, all hang out in, but you can also find us on Instagram at Cabot and Maine. And our website is www.cabotandmain.com, And that's where
0: you can also book a, a free business audit with us as well. Okay. Well, thank y'all. Thank you so much, Katie and Ashley for coming on and letting me interview you today. It's been a lot of fun and I've learned a lot and I need to join. I'm going to join your challenge because I'm in desperate need of automation. We would love to have you there. And and that's a perfect time. So October is a perfect time to do it. So, but I really appreciate y'all coming on and, and I will talk to y'all soon. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, leave me a review below and send me a DM on Instagram to let me know. If you're ready to start a podcast, or if you think podcast management or editing is something you would like to niche down and do, make sure to schedule a free consultation with me. The link is below in the show notes. I hope you all have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next time.